Hello and welcome to the B2B Sales Playbook Podcast. I am your host, Joe Ducaro. Happy International Women's Day, everybody. To celebrate International Women's Day, I'm sitting down having a chat with Wanda Dunaway, VP of Marketing for Sasego. We discussed all sorts of things around women in male-dominated industries like sales, celebrating what's done well and what are the challenges to be navigated as a woman in these areas. This is a great conversation and Wanda comes up with some excellent takeaways for you here. So, without further ado, here is the International Women's Day special of the B2B Sales Playbook with Wanda Dunaway. Wanda, obviously, sales traditionally is a very male-dominated industry. How can women build confidence in an industry that is, in that way, male-dominated, do you think? I've been in different male-dominated industries throughout my career. Investment banking way back in the day, construction, Mm. which I don't know if you can get an industry that's more male-dominated than construction, (laughs) especially um, many years ago, 15, 20 years ago, it was a big thing. And so I I think that companies have to be very intentional in how they look at these things. Part of that is if you don't have leaders in the company that are female, making sure that you're starting to bring those in, whether that's at the executive level, which is where a lot of times we have the gaps, or at that middle management level. I know that a lot of the companies that I've been involved with, that middle management is where the diversity started. That's where women started to learn. And then I think taking those women that are in those middle management and grooming them for those spots for later. You'll have sales reps and if they're going to be sales leaders at some point, they most people need help to get there and pairing them with mentors, pairing them with people. I think pairing them with people that are in other parts of the company, not just in sales or not just in marketing, the, the departments that they tend to be a part of naturally. I think pairing them with mentors in claims, customer service, product development, all of those things. I think that is is a way that we can bring them in and making sure that they're getting the same opportunities that, that men are. A hundred percent. I mean, it has to be intentional. I feel like there has to be almost a policy in place of saying this is a hundred percent. We recognize that this is a, there's a deficit of female talent in our industry and we need to be the part of the solution. With that in mind then, what can male allies do to help promote gender equality so it's interesting that we talked about the male allies because you're right there's things that the women can do and there's things that the men can help with too and i think it's it's the things that we hear about sometimes it's not the formal communications in some cases it's having the meetings on the golf course not that women are not going on the golf course (laughs) but sometimes that's a deterrent to those things it's all of those conversations that are happening on the side and so maybe thinking about if we're doing if we're doing extra activities, if it's something in with a sales meeting or if it's just the day to day is maybe picking something that is a little more inclusive than golf. Maybe it's something that is going to an art museum and talking through those things. But it's just looking at common platforms and not going necessarily going to what was the easy thing that we've always done. Absolutely. As we say, yes, there's things that women can do to promote themselves in their industry. It, a lot of these things do start with men. It's it's not just a female problem. It's a male problem as well. So then can you 
share any tips for navigating any sort of difficult conversations or conflicts within a male-dominated environment? Yeah, I think that things, yeah, things will come up. We sometimes perceive things differently. I think perceptions probably cause us more issues sometimes than the communication, even if we are, if we have in our heads, oh, this is what I'm expecting from from this person. I think that can sometimes cause more issues. So I think some of the best things we can do is say, okay, where are our common interests? What are the things that we understand about each other and that we know, hey, we're going to have common ground here. I think sometimes that can be helpful because in our heads, we tend to go to those perceived differences. And so Mm. I think finding some of those common grounds helps with even what we talked about before, but having those informal conversations and we wouldn't know what we wouldn't know that common ground unless we ask. So I think sometimes it's just taking the time to say, okay, here's the differences that we know we have, but let's talk about what are the similarities. Absolutely. But it's also having the self-awareness to recognize that there may be some gaps in, I'm speaking broadly on behalf of men, that there are some, there will be some gaps in our knowledge just fundamentally, just because we've had these different experiences and what we think has been in place for however long, maybe you need to have a look at that. It's about that self-awareness and being able to not self-criticize almost, but just make sure that there are things that perhaps you're doing that you go hang on a minute does this include absolutely everybody are there ways we we can improve this sort of thing and I think that's a fantastic example you've just given there yeah and I, I think we have to be very careful about not getting offended by things I was at a industry event recently we were talking about DEI efforts and it was interesting because we were talking about different thing language that we used to use that maybe we wouldn't use now things like powwow with, and there are things that you haven't thought about. And so it's going back to that open mind of saying, because you can look at something like that two ways. You can say, oh, I can't say powwow anymore. My rights are being taken away. Or you can look at it and say, okay, let's find a, a different way to say powwow because that might offend someone. And I mm. think it's making sure that we don't get too offended if someone uses language that we prefer they don't, but we're candid with them and that we don't get too offended that someone asks us to not use the language that we're used to. I think the we get offended too often sometimes in both directions and that cuts mm. down our ability to communicate. Yeah, saying so I don't think that there's not many words that I'm that vehemently, I would that vehemently defend saying, no, I absolutely want to keep using this. If someone comes to me and just says, there's actually we've looked at this and there's this group of people who we've been neglectful because it's been offending these people for this long and we just need to change that immediately okay yeah that's absolutely fine yeah absolutely i'm from the u.s south and there was there were a lot of things that years ago were things that we didn't think about being offensive and that but when you really stop and think about them you're like oh yeah why would i say something that's going to affect really hurt someone's feelings if i if you suddenly have a a better understanding of the context of where that word's come from why do you want to keep using it we have spoken about um what can male allies do in order to support women but i'm interested in this how can women in male dominated industries better collaborate to support and uplift each other i think it's spending time together, intentional time together. I'm a part of a women's group called Chief. And actually, 
They're started in New York, have expanded across the U.S. and in London now. And I will say that is a very intentional group. It's a group that we lift each other up. We support each other when we're posting on LinkedIn, people are supporting what you're doing, having workshops, breakout sessions, meet up, things that we do to support each other. I think within companies, you can have that same idea. I know my former company had a women's leadership group and it wasn't just women, but it was a majority women. And it was to talk about these things that, that maybe you wouldn't talk about in a group that wasn't interested. So it doesn't have to just be women, but it's at least people who are interested in promoting women. And I think those are really powerful finding mentors. I think that's key too, is if you are a woman in leadership, especially in one of these male dominated um, industries, making sure that you are looking for those people that are up and coming. And same thing, if you're the up and comer, don't be afraid to ask a woman leader to be a mentor, it's very rare they're going to say no. And probably they'll be pretty flattered that you ask. I do think it's important to have those sorts of spaces as well for, for any sort of groups at all. I think it's hugely important to see that you're not alone in the sort of, that if you are a female leader, then it's important for you to realise that there can be a community for you. Yeah, absolutely. So what advice would you give to women who are just starting out particularly in male-dominated areas? I would say just starting out, ask a lot of questions because I think if you're open asking questions about what's going on, people will do the same for you. So I think that's important. As we talked about earlier, finding, it also helps you find the common ground and then you can suggest, hey, why don't we do this? I know that you guys are doing your golf game. That's great. But why don't next time we do we go we do book club because that's something you said you were interested in and so we found that common ground so i think that's important like i said searching out those mentors and i think all levels of the company and sometimes we think oh it's got to be a mentor that is in our department it's got to be somebody in sales but maybe finding a mentor who's in marketing or maybe finding a mentor who is in operations or one of these other areas it is, can be almost more beneficial. I think finding organizations like Chief, finding, mm. and of course, Chief is more an executive women's organization, but finding those opportunities to meet and have intentional conversations versus just just going to an industry organization, finding things that are beyond your industry, but that include women. Those are some things that that I would probably do back then if I knew what I knew now. <laughs> And I suppose another tip could be that if those if those spaces don't currently exist, create them, make those yeah. spaces because there will be like minded people who want to join. Yeah, absolutely. And I would say early in my career, I tried to fit in as well as I could so that they didn't notice that I was not a man. Obviously, they did notice. But I, I think advice I would give to people now is don't try to fade into the background and pretend like you're a man have those conversations do you it should be a give and take you should be if you know if the golf game is where everybody's going to be maybe you learn golf but you also say hey i'm going to do this but let's let me why don't you do this for me 100 percent, 100 percent. Wanda, i've really enjoyed chatting to you for this uh, international women's day conversation i'm 
going to ask you now, what's the one key takeaway, particularly for the women listening to this podcast right now, what's the one key takeaway you'd like them to remember this International Women's Day? I would say find your allies and that those can be women, they can be men, they can be mentors, they can be peers, but finding those people that you can have the conversations with when you are having a bad day and when you feel like that you're the only woman in that space having those relationships I think is key to being being happy in that space and being successful absolutely and if I could just add to the top of that to the men listening to this be those allies because it just makes life a whole lot easier for a whole lot of people Wanda Dunaway thank you so much for joining me for this International Women's Day chat absolutely thanks so much Joe there you go that was Wanda Dunaway on the B2B Sales Playbook International Women's Day Special our key takeaways then companies need to be intentional in bringing in female leaders and training women for leadership positions pairing them with mentors from different departments may help them build confidence male allies play a crucial role in promoting gender equality by being inclusive in their extra activities and avoiding gender biases when navigating difficult conversations or conflicts within a male-dominated industry, find common interests and focus on similarities instead of perceived differences. Self-awareness is crucial in recognising gaps in knowledge and ensuring inclusivity in all aspects of the industry. Thank you so much for joining us for this International Women's Day special episode of the B2B Sales Playbook. And thank you again to Wanda for joining me. Please remember to subscribe to the B2B Sales Playbook wherever you get your podcasts and where possible give us a five star rating again happy international women's day everybody and we'll see you next time